0: Welcome to The Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us.
1: Welcome to the first ever Wellness Phenoms episode. Before we get started, we wanted to take a quick moment and give a quick introduction. Hey, everybody. Uh,
0: My name is Logan. Um, I'm one of the co-hosts on the show. Um, I grew up in a really small Midwestern town, uh, which presented me with some uh, quite unique challenges, um, as well as some opportunities um, from having a spiritual battle lasting many years having a family with some interesting dynamics, coming to terms with being gay, and starting my first business at the age of 12. My childhood was uh, less than boring, to say the least, and honestly, it was quite, quite chaotic at times. Um, after a near-death experience during the 2011 Joplin tornado, I was inadvertently thrust down a long path of anxiety, internal struggle, and reframing my views on life. I ultimately landed in a field of work dealing with mental health and crisis situations that has ignited a huge passion for wellness within me.
1: And I'm Josh. I was raised in a military family, some would even say a military brat, which allowed me to experience large portions of the world and the United States as I grew up. My upbringing has fostered a passion for people and building meaningful relationships. I joined the Wellness Phenoms to help people find a balanced life by sharing tools and lessons I have learned through my own life experiences, the good and the bad of my wellness journey.
0: To learn more about us and the show, uh, please check us out at our website, which is www.wellnessphenoms.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Wellness Phenoms.
1: Today's topic is the art of wellness. We figured there's no better way to kick off a wellness podcast than by talking about what wellness actually is. Dictionary.com defines wellness as the quality or state of being healthy in body and mind, especially as the result of deliberate effort.
0: To us, um, wellness kind of embodies several different components, um, such as physical health and fitness, mental health, emotional, spiritual, social, and financial elements all of these kind of aid in and affect our overall like operational levels day to day, um, from our health, well-being, and happiness.
1: Yeah. So we're going to kind of go over how we really view wellness individually. Um, for me, I like to look at it as a triangle. I'm very visual person and, uh, it kind of helps me frame stuff in my brain and my mind. Um, but really I look at it as a triangle, uh, You can't have a triangle without three sides or it doesn't stand. Uh, For me, I like to put, you know, physical fitness is a huge part of my wellness regimen and what keeps me sane. Um, So I put that on the bottom. And then I build the sides of the triangle up with spirituality and mental health. Really, these are all interchangeable and and people can use the triangle in any way that whatever – Component really fits in for them, uh, but that's how I, how I really envision my my wellness triangle and and try to make sure that everything is in balance, working with one another. Yeah,
0: I like that, and I, you know, I my view on wellness is is that it's really just overall kind of like an art form um, as a whole. It's it's kind of like you're building your own roadmap, and it's not a a one size fits all deal. Um, and, and I call it an art form though, because every single person needs, like you were saying with your triangle, right? There's three sides, everybody else, you know, might have some different structure that's needed for their overall well um, to make their wellness kind of work for them. And so that's kind of why I look at it as an art form because it's something that over the course of our lives, it's going to be changing and constantly
1: Mm-hmm.
0: different for all of us. Um, and we kind of got to build out our roadmap, you know, to, to go along with it, you know, yeah. and it, it's just going to constantly be changing though. And so for me, it's just, it's as simple as that. It's an art form. It's kind of finding what's going to fit for you and work best in your life to kind of shape and mold what your wellness outlook is going to be.
1: I like so. that. I like that. Uh key is, having a foundation, I think really like any other art, right? You have to start somewhere and usually starting with the basics is the best way to go. Um, I know when I started in wellness, I didn't really have a plan. I, uh, kind of was thrust into it through some life choices that, uh, you know, forced me to make changes in my life Yeah, and really starting at square one and just trying new things gave me a good foundation. I think that My lifestyle growing up was I was in sports a lot and I kind of pushed me into a physical side of it at first to really kind of gain control of my mind and my body and then uh, kind of just building little stepping stones from there and finding different tools that that work for me to really build a good base and then continue to grow as as we evolve down the, the wellness journey.
0: Yeah, I agree. Well, having a foundation is, is one of the most important things. And that ties back with your triangle analogy too, right? Like, you know, if we don't have a good foundation, everything else is going to crumble. And I think, I think it's probably fair to say that most people kind of find that one thing that really is their like saving grace, if you will, you know, within wellness. Like for me, it's also fitness. If I stop going to the gym, things start to fall apart. And um, you know, it's, it's a really tough thing, but it's that physical piece for me, I think that, you know, really starts to build that foundation. And then I've got to start building everything else from around that,
1: you know? Yeah. And if you don't have, if you, like you were talking about, if you don't have that good foundation, it's easy to just crumble and, and let things fall apart. Um, once you get into these routines and are on top of your wellness and really working on the foundation and making it stronger. It's easy to see when little things start to, to sway or you're missing things in your wellness journey to, to really help get you back on track Yeah, um, and back in line with where you want to, where you want to go and where you want to be in the end.
0: I agree. And I think that's one thing too, to point out, you know, a lot with life, it's always constantly changing. It's ebbing and flowing. And um, a lot of times we're going to have our foundation you know, and that, and that can change too. You know, and it's not like it's a set in stone thing, but I think with wellness, one of the things that has always st- struck me is that it is constantly something that's, that's always changing, you know? And, you know, I've, I think for me, the foundation is pretty stagnant, you know, it's, it's, it's there all the time for the most part, and it might change, but, um, really it's just this it's like a, a puzzle like you're constantly moving pieces around and, and yeah. figuring out what's gonna fit best and where you know um, yeah and as
1: things ebb and flow and are changing you're you know you I think your foundation does stay the same for the most part you have a lot of the same tools that you might rotate right it's not always the same ones that are working in that time period exactly um, but you can replace the base of your foundation whether it's reading, exercise. At different times in life, you're going to need different things. Um, but having a good base to where you know when things are off. A uh, good example for me is, is, you know, if I'm stuck in bed or don't want to get out of bed or really seeking comfort in my life, I know that I'm on the edge of my wellness plan not working. And that's just through the last couple of years of my growth, I've learned when I start feeling that way and I want to just lay around or I don't want to get up for my workouts or stuff that I usually love is no longer enjoyable, that's my body telling me, hey, something, something's off. Yeah,
0: you that's good that you have that insight too, you know, to be able to notice that.
1: Yeah, and it takes time. I mean, it takes a lot of time. There's a lot of time in growing where I have veered off and then had to come back and it takes longer. And then as you get better and learn your self-awareness and learn your body and what's, what's your optimal running level. It's easier to come back quicker instead of hitting those left turns or right turns and just going down the, the trail, you know, for miles before you realize what happened. Yeah. You know, it makes it easier. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that happens a lot. And, you know, I think sometimes that comes from maybe a place of complacency where you know, we start, I, I I know I do this anyway, and I, obviously we can't speak for everybody, but like, I'll start going down this path. Everything's going really good. Everything's fine. And then all of a sudden I'll hit like a, a hump in the road and something will happen. Like you said, you've got your signs where you start noticing. And, and then it, I feel like if you don't have that self-awareness piece though, to notice that and be insightful of that, Mm-hmm. You're, then you can start to fall off course and um, complacency will kind of do that. That's why it's good to stay on top of your game and, and find a, a wellness regimen, I think, that works well for you. It works you know? well
1: for you and also, I think, challenges you. The A lot of times I've noticed when I start losing my energy to, to really keep going down the wellness path or what I've been doing is no longer working is boredom or I'm no longer enjoying it, or I've, you know, I've stretched that area of research or um, whatever it is too far. And I just have to, I need to refocus myself and search for those tools in my toolbox that, that really will help adjust and get me refocused and out of the place that m- usually your mind, at least in my case, my mind's trying to take me to a negative place.
0: Yeah. I think that happens with a lot of us. Cause I know mine does the same thing too. You know, it's, uh, our, I think our brains are kind of wired sometimes to kind of keep us in that safety net, you know? Yeah. And so, um, you know, and that's probably part of that complacency. You know, we go back to where feels comfortable and safe and, and sometimes that's not always what's best for us,
1: you know? Yeah. I think, uh, like looking with complacency too, is, is making sure that you're, you said, you know, self-awareness, making sure that your thought challenging those thoughts in your mind when they come up that whatever it might be, am I doing the right thing? Am I, why is this becoming mundane? Right. Um, That really just do sink you into a negative place. And it's easy if we allow a couple of those voices to get in there to totally derail you. And it it just takes discipline and, and and focus and and really just getting in tune with your body to know when those things are going before it, before it just becomes too much, where you can't easily correct.
0: I agree. I think to uh, one thing that kind of sticks out with that is is finding different wellness options that are going to actually not only work for you, but that are really truly enjoyable and that truly benefit you. Because I, I think sometimes we start looking through all these different things, like what can I do for my wellness? Right. You know, there's meditation or there's fitness and you know, all these different things. Yeah. I mean, it, it could even be down to just simply taking some me time, right. Reading a book or watching TV or a movie or what, whatever that might look like. It's, it's so different for everybody, but we have to find stuff that's going to work for us and actually be impactful and make a difference. And I think that sometimes when we We might hone in on something that sounds really cool and like we might have had a friend or something that said, oh yeah, try this. It's awesome. It does amazing things for me and that's awesome. It's great to try new stuff and you should really, you know, explore those new things. But I think the whole time too that you're exploring that new wellness option you got to also be kind of assessing and seeing, is it, is this something you truly enjoy? Is it really Definitely. benefiting you? You know,
1: mm-hmm. um, you said me time. I think uh, our culture here in the U S is very bad at that. You know, we I agree. all let things really take over our time in life, whether it be work, which is a necessity, right? You have to have money to do the things you want to do and support your family. You have family, and other requirements. I mean, it's a plethora of things that end up taking up our 24 hours a day. And like you said, me time is huge in wellness. Even if it's not, it doesn't have to be hours out of the day, but making sure that you take some portion that no one else can take from you and giving it to yourself. Yeah. Instead of American culture really puts that at the end of it, right? Like when I, once I've accomplished all my goals and I can, I'm finally to the public secure in my life. I can rest in retirement instead of looking at life. Life is one big journey that we're all going through, and giving yourself little bits of time where it's just focused on you can totally change your mindset. You know, you don't feel like you're running and gunning all the time, you don't feel like all the things you're doing are just for this end moment where you get to finally rest. It allows you to really, I think in my life, it's allowed me to appreciate the things I do have, appreciate the things that, um, come, come to me in life. And also it could also allow people to really realize things they don't like in life. If you actually slow down and process things that you need, don't need, um, people be very surprised on where, where they end up and the positives that'll come from it.
0: Yeah. I, uh, (laughs) so it's, it's kind of funny. I mean, so I, I was never one that I ever in a million years thought I would enjoy meditating. Yeah. Um, not only did I find out that, that I do enjoy it, uh, in fact, but that's, you mentioned slowing down. And I think one of the biggest things I've found with meditation is just that right there, slowing down, getting some clarity and actually like a moment to myself, you know, and yeah. that meantime, if you will, right. Where I'm just there with my thoughts thinking and it, you start to kind of ponder on a lot of stuff that you wouldn't have maybe thought about before, but, um, I've found it very helpful just on my wellness journey alone, figuring out, you know, and assessing what is working well for me and what's not, you know, and there's a lot of people out there that, despise meditation, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I found it to just be highly helpful for me. And and it was that slowing down piece, I think for me that really kind of sparked that interest there. Cause I was like, Holy cow, you know, I started to realize a lot of things that I, I don't think I've ever thought of before.
1: You for know what me, I, mean, I use a uh, reading a lot more than meditation, but yeah, the reading does the same kind of thing. It allows me to really check. Cause your mind is kind of on one track all day or, I mean, it's always bouncing around, but it's easy for other things to influence where you're going and what you're thinking and uh, taking the time to read and challenge my thinking um, where I read all kinds of different things, from you know motivational books to business books to financial books, just anything. Yeah, And it's really I've grown to love the different perspectives and the way it just primes your brain throughout the day or throughout the week where you really can look at things in a different light or at least through a different lens, right? You're filtering it a little bit and kind of taking what you want and what you agree with and what you don't agree with instead of, I look at it as if you're not challenging your thinking or being clear on yourself, you can run the risk of letting the negative stuff and other things in life just kind of weigh you down and influence you. So taking that advantage of that is great and growth, the, the, human, the personal growth from it.
0: Yeah. I've, I've discovered so much personal growth from reading. It's unreal. I mean, that's, I'd say probably 90% of where I've found all my new wellness, whatever, you know, anything that I've come across that I want to try, yeah. most of it comes from books. And, um, I lost reading for many years, but it's, it's an exciting thing. And, you know, but I think it depends on your mind, mindset to, you know, where you're at and what you're trying to attain, you know, because before I was trying to even focus on my wellness journey, reading, all of that stuff was out of sight, out of mind for me. Um, And I think once I really kind of started to focus on wanting to better my wellness, I started finding these books that people might recommend or this or that. And then sure enough, it just, it's kind of like a a wildfire, (laughs) just Mm -hmm. set free, you know, you start getting all these book titles and finding ones that you think resonate with you and reading them and, um, it's very helpful.
1: That's a great point you made though, is that there's times where you've read more and times where you read less. Yeah. Back to that balance piece of wellness is that it, it does change and knowing that it's going to change really, I think prepares your mind for the changes that are coming. Whenever things aren't working, you can use something else like meditation or whatever it is that your body needs Or you have to give more focus to during that time period in your life.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that's, you know, a major component to all of this, though, too, is that, you know, you've got to realize that all of this stuff, again, it's not a one size fits all deal. And very true. Everybody's got their roadmap, is how I kind of like to visualize it, like I was saying before, is that you're going to, create that roadmap as you go, you know, and you got to stop and kind of reassess as you're going, what's working for you, what's not working for you and kind of replace things in and out, you know, trial and error, you know, we're going to stumble sometimes and fall and that's okay. I think a lot of times it's those, you know, failures where I've learned the most from, you know, I, I, me as well. You know, learn a lot about myself from those moments, how I'm going to react. And it's definitely more memorable too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Know? It sticks in definitely. I think you, when I think of, it's not one size fits all. I think a huge tool in that for people is thought challenging. And for those of you that don't know what thought challenging is, it's, we really kind of, when things are happening to you, you're just aware of what's going on in your life and you're able to look at it and honestly, I have an internal conversation of is this is this working? Is this not working? Is this is this something that's benefiting me? Is this something that's not benefiting me? And by doing that, you're building little ticks in your brain, almost where you can really little benchmarks, right? Where you just remember that didn't work last time, or this really worked in this situation, and it gives you, like you said, a roadmap where you can come in and quickly, more quickly, visualize. Things when they're not going right or not going the way you want or they are going the way you want. So you can pull those tools and learn what tools really work for you um, as you go down the journey and get more familiar in the wellness
0: realm. Well, I think that's a good point too, but even more so as well as where are you putting that stuff, those tick marks that you're talking about, right? And and you got to note it down somewhere. Yeah. And I'm a big proponent of actually physically grabbing pen and paper. I, I've got one with me now. It does right? still exist. Yeah. <laughs> and physically note stuff down, you know, and some people use their phone, put it in their notes, what have you, which is, is definitely helpful too. But getting it physically somewhere that you can go and look because maybe y'all have better memories than me, but I've got it. I'm very forgetful. So writing all that stuff down so I can go back and, and review all of it has been highly helpful. Too.
1: And I think there is a, an additional piece to actually having pen and paper to really ingrain it into your brain rather than, cause we are so used to just the clicking and the texting and the yeah. quickly putting in a note. But I can tell you, just like you said, I mean, the more often I write it down, the better I am at remembering it. I can type it in my phone all I want, but
0: yeah. Well, it's that sensory moment you know yeah. physically writing it down you're looking at it you're thinking about it typing it's all almost so mundane now you know i think some people can type out a text without even thinking definitely or even having <laughs> looking at their screen you know yeah so but i think that's a a huge thing is is actually going through and and kind of like you said marking down what's working what's not working and then noting it down though getting it set. So you can go back and and review all that stuff. Cause you know, maybe it's even like take meditation, for example, you know, maybe meditating is working for you, but maybe you're doing it in the wrong place. Maybe you're doing it, you know, in the wrong setting. Too many
1: distractions.
0: Yeah. You know, maybe you need to go to a quieter place or maybe you need a busier place too. Who knows? You know, I've, I've noticed for me that depending on where I'm at, Meditation can look wildly different for me. So it's just kind of picking it all apart and, and really having that self-awareness to know what's working, why it's working, why it's not working, you know.
1: Yeah, it's good for it's along the working lines. Like you want to make sure that you go into wellness knowing there are no, there are no quick fixes. There are no band-aids or nothing that's going to just fix it right away. Yeah. Really what you need to do is know that it's a journey and it's going to always evolve. And really, your whole life, once you commit to living a a well-rounded, balanced life, is going to be adjustments, is going to be learning, is going to be pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. And things are going to work and things aren't going to work. You're going to fall flat on your face at some point. Um, But finding and, and testing different things can really help you put yourself in the right position to succeed. As long as you go into it knowing that, you know, things are going to go well, things are going to not work, but I got to keep going. I got to keep moving and push myself through life no matter what comes at me. Yeah. And I think that, you know, like you said, fine-tuning those tools really gives you the the uh, support system that you need to make it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we live in a society nowadays, too, where you know everything is so media driven and I think a lot of times you have this this picture of what you might think perfection is right and and the reality is is that perfect doesn't really exist you know there it it does but it doesn't it's it's <laughs> it's not a destination that you should be necessarily looking at all your friends and family to, to find and, and get to it's, it's, it's this, that's why I call it an art form, especially with wellness because it's this beautiful thing that you can kind of fix up and work toward your own dreams and goals and Mm -hmm. what have you. And, and, you know, I think nowadays it's so much more difficult to, I don't even know what, what I'm trying to say here. Is, I think
1: is, I love the perfection part and that it's not – it's an illusion. Yeah. Right? I think that perfection is great as a goal. Yeah. Like you said, you put that at the end.
0: Exactly. That's you're trying
1: to get. But there's always something to work on. Yeah. And even when you – if you set your perfection goal at X, once you get there, then it needs to be reevaluated. Right. And set a new one.
0: it It's a constant.
1: Constantly evolving. Yeah. And a lot of – you know, a great point about not not allowing – outside influences to really, I think what you're trying to say is like derail you from your goal or your where you want to get to on your wellness journey. Yeah. Um, that brings a great point is support. You have to make sure that you surround yourself with like-minded people that are going to push you. And that's not just in wellness. This is in any avenue of your life. If you're trying to be a successful business person, find people that are successful in business and learn from them, right? If you're trying to Lose weight, find people that have lost weight and been successful and learn from them. You need to, and support you. You need to find people that are going to be with you and challenge you throughout the wellness journey to ensure that when you have those days where you're not as strong, they're there to pick you up or they're there to, and those days where you, you think you're doing really well, well, they can knock you down a little bit and test you and say, Hey, why are you sure you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing? Um, and I think that with adjusting the sight and view of perfection can really help people stay on the, stay on track and, uh, get to where they want to go.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, part of what I was trying to get at too, is that sometimes I think that, you know, quote unquote perfection is, is somebody else's right. Like that's what somebody else is kind of putting up on their Instagram or their Facebook or what have you. And, and we sometimes get this idea that oh that needs to be ours too you know? Definitely. Um, and so when you talk about finding people that support you and, and things of that nature, it's, it's very important to make sure that we're, I think, assessing what it is that we need. And I think really people, it, when we talk about, you know, me time or what do I need or all of this stuff, we, we don't live in a culture that makes it necessarily okay for us to think about us, you know? Very true. And, and that's part of the issue is that, is that people view that as being selfish. And so, you know, I, I think that a lot of businesses are kind of coming around, you know, various jobs and, and environments are starting to push that, you know, you know, work-life balance, if you will, and, and, uh, more focus on wellness, obviously. Right. I mean, that's, why we're doing a podcast about wellness, but you know, cause we found how important it is in our lives and how, how impacting it can be. Um, but I think that culture is shifting, but it's still, there's a lot of people out in. there that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very selfish thought to a lot of people. And so I think that's where, you know, sometimes stopping, pausing, you know, thinking, well, does this work for me? Or, you know, you see an Instagram post or something and you're like, Oh, that looks really cool. You know, and you instantly want to have it, but it's like,
1: wait, why? Right. Yeah. Like, and reframing your mindset on that. Like you said, a great example is when you're flying on an airplane, right? The stewardess is standing up there, giving the exit instructions or emergency instructions, what do they tell you to do? Put your mask on before you help someone else. Right. If you can't help yourself, How are you going to help anyone else?
0: Exactly. And I think that in and of itself is a big, big piece with wellness as a whole, right? Because we do need to work on ourselves and make sure that we're at our, like I said earlier, that operational level, right? If we fall from that, we're A not at our operational level mm-hmm. but our ability to help others or what have you and maintain our lifestyle our happiness our overall well-being it starts to crumble and and falter and so that's why it's so important to find a wellness plan that's going to work for you
1: very true very true um and along those lines of finding something that works for you is is definitely the enjoyable piece it has to be enjoyable yeah um i remember when i started reading i hated reading i never read i don't think i read a book maybe i read two books in like 10 years prior to me starting reading and in my first year of reading i think i did 20 21 um when i finally just kind of let that guard down and and immerse myself in in learning and and just challenging so,
0: yeah Well, I know, uh, (laughs) I think that it's that matter of like, you know, back in school, for example, reading, if you told me I had to read a book, probably wasn't going to happen, you know, or I wasn't going to enjoy it typically. Sometimes you did, you know, it might surprise you, but, but it was pretty rare. You know, I think And nowadays I'm doing this for me and exactly. And part of it though, too, is now is that I'm getting to choose, you know, what is going to work for me, like, or what I'm, what I'm interested in, what have you, and I can go and pick and choose what I want to read or what I want to do or what have you. And I can start to shape and mold. And, and that is a huge part though, is finding what you actually truly enjoy. So, um, well, I think that for today we're getting kind of wrapped up. Um, and I'm really excited. This was a me as well first episode for us. Um, and we hope to have many, many more. It seems like we're going to shoot for hopefully pushing out a episode a week. So, um, we should be here weekly. Um, before we close out, we've got a new section that we're going to do at the end of every show, uh, called the afterthought. Um, it's just a, basically a time where we're going to leave you with a quote, a challenge, or some other thoughtful moments that we've come up with that we'd like to share with with everybody listening. Uh, and today, doing wellness um, as our you know podcast is going to be all about wellness. Um, we thought it would be a good idea to actually do a challenge for you, um, and we can kind of embark on a new journey together. Uh, so this week, we'd like to challenge you to take a look at your overall wellness outlook. Um, do you have a wellness plan in place for yourself already or do you need to create one? Uh, maybe there are some items within your current plan that need slight changes or maybe even removed altogether.
1: If you don't already have a plan in place, start one. Take your time and research different ways to improve the areas which you'd like to focus on. And when creating your plan, don't rush. Wellness truly is an art form and it won't happen overnight. It will also likely change over time.
0: And for our last afterthought today, we'd like to leave you with this quote by Lorette Gagnon bouliou which is, "Wellness encompasses a healthy body, a sound mind, and a tranquil spirit. Enjoy the journey as you strive for wellness.
1: If you like this episode, please subscribe to our show and make sure you don't miss new episodes. Please don't forget. To visit our website at wellnessphenoms.com and find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at WellnessPhenoms.
0: Alrighty, Phenoms, until next time, enjoy the journey and stay well.